Hey everybody, this is Terrell Cummings. This is season two, episode 19 of the Always Relevant Podcast. And today, Dan and I are going to talk about the Super Bowl, uh, the Bengals Super Bowl loss, and how close they were to actually winning the game, and go through some details about that and give them props on their season. As always, we're going to go through Mix Up with Lee, go through some great uh, drinks for Valentine's Day, and uh, another drink for those individuals that are not celebrating Valentine's Day. Uh, then we're going to get into the Great Resignation. Um, that's happened in our country. Then we're going to go into more details about the Super Bowl, talk about the NBA trade deadline, the NBA All-Star game. As always, we're going to get into Rapid Fire, followed by Get Real with Dane and Mess with Money Pharrell. So uh, we're looking forward to today. Uh, we had a good time shooting it, had a good time filming it and everything, and um, we hope you enjoy it. So here we go. Enjoy the show. All right, everybody, we are back. This is Terrell Cummings and Dane DeMeo with Season 2, Episode 19 of the Always Relevant Podcast. Welcome back, Dane. What's going on, man? Football's over, man, but, hey, we'll be talking about some NBA today. You know I love that. I know. Honestly, this is kind of like a sad day of the year for me because I'm a diehard football fan, and it's just like, all right, this is the reality. You know, Super Bowl happened yesterday. There's just going to be no more football, no more games till – at least the end of August, early September, and it saddens me. XFL and all those other leagues, that doesn't count. I'm not trying to watch that. I don't care about that. It's whatever. I'm ready for NFL. I'm ready for college ball, and uh, we'll see what's good. But either way, we're going to go ahead. We're going to start off with how are you, how are you really? And I guess I'll get into that. How am I? As always, I'm okay. How am I really? I'm sad. I'm sad, like I said, four full seasons over. I'm sad because – the Cincinnati Bengals last night, they or on Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, they lost the Super Bowl to the Rams. They had a chance to win, they had their opportunities. I did think the band, the Rams are ultimately had better pieces, but I thought the Bengals came out, the defense ready to play. We'll discuss it later on. Either way, it saddens me, but I guess ultimately, um, I don't know. It's all right. I'm I'm cool with their season. I think they overachieved and. I'm overall proud of the team, but still, deep down, it's like you saw it. You saw the win that could have happened right there, and then it gets taken away. Not taken away, but they just didn't quite make it. But that's how I am. So a little bit down because of that, but it's all good. So, Dan, how are you? How are you really? Oh, how am I? You know, football's over. And like you just said, it kind of sucks. You know, even though the Browns sucked and their 75th anniversary season was ruined by a Myriad of reasons we already talked about in the past. So I won't dwell on that. So how am I really? Hey, Cavs, baby. Cavs all hey. day, every day. Uh, NBA All-Star game right here, right, in Cleveland this weekend. Yep. Pretty excited about that. And uh, I think it's worth noting the Blue Jackets, 3-0 uh, and last week. Patrick Lene was the second star in the NHL last week. Signed the man, pay him. But other than that, I'm doing good. No, that's good, man. That's good. I'm still, I'm going to wear this shirt one more time for the Bengals. They're still the AFC North Champs 2021. AFC Champs in 2021, 2022. Yes, they're runners up in the Super Bowl. Yes, their third Super Bowl they've been to and, and uh, haven't won. It's okay. They're trending in the right direction. We'll get into some details here in a little bit, but it's all right. I'm okay. I'm going to deal with it. We'll be good. But we are going to push to mix it up with Lee. Lee sent us a couple recipes because we're going to say happy Valentine's Day to all the couples yes. out there. I know we're all saying it to where we need to say it. And if you don't, we have something for you too. So for all the couples out there, happy Valentine's Day. The first drink is um, for mix it up with Lee. Excuse me. 
uh, keeping it cognac for Valentine's Day week. So you have 1.5 ounce of cognac, one ounce of sweet vermouth, I guess how you pronounce it, uh, 0.25 ounces of Benedictine liquor, liquor, excuse me, 0.75 ounces of lemon juice, 0.75 ounces of pomegranate juice, 0.5 ounces of simple syrup. You're gonna shake and strain into a chilled in a chilled coop and garnish with a dry with dried rose, rose petals. So Ulay sounds like a nice, flavorful Valentine's Day drink. We'll have to try it out. I just have to go get some cognac real quick and see what's good. They have everything else here in the cabinet. Okay. What else you got? What the else? Other drink, got? The other drink, I don't even know if I can say it. I know it's this a singles drink here. Is this a haters drink? Yeah, this this singles drink, the people that aren't really selling that are, that are not out there celebrating Valentine's Day, the view carré. And like I said, I think I pronounced that right. It's French, aka Old Town or French Quarter. So typically, if you're in Old Town, you're in French Quarter, you know, you're single, you're hanging out, you're trying to kick it, you're not worried about Valentine's Day, you're trying to do your thing. So 1.0 ounces of cognac, 1.0 ounces of rye whiskey, 0.75 ounces of sweet vermouth, 0.25 ounces of Bennington Lichter, two dashes of Angostra bitters. I'm not sure I that wrong. Uh, two dashes of Paychild's bitters. You're going to stir and strain over new ice in a rocks glass, garnished with a cherry or a lemon twist. So there you go. That's All how right. you're doing it. That's how the everybody is covered for Valentine's Day. We have drinks for you. We'll have pictures up later on the on our um, Instagram page and Facebook pages and probably Twitter, too, so you can see what they look like, see if you want to try it out. We'll have the recipes out there, and we'll go from there. So looking forward to it. Now we're going to get to our restaurants of the week. Me, personally, I did not really go anywhere. We laying out at lunch at our normal little sports bar we go to, Buffalo Joe's. No one wants to hear about that. They've already heard about before. Um, had my chicken wing wrap there. But what we did do for the Super Bowl, went to a friend's house, and we had a Skyline bar. Can't go wrong with it. So you had noodles. You had your hot dogs, buns, cheese. Obviously, the Cincinnati Skyline chili. Can't go wrong. Hey, everybody's got to try at least once. Has a little sweet taste to it. Yes, there is cinnamon in, in chili. Yes, it tastes great. Yes, you should try it out. Uh, anybody that thinks differently, I don't care. So that's how it was, how we went with it, and it was good, and I wasn't mad about it. So, Dane, where's uh, your restaurant that you're going to discuss this week? Well, I was going to talk about the glass burning, the nice, fantastic wedding I was at this weekend. A buddy of mine getting married. It was a blast. But I'm going to talk about the Super Bowl meal because that's what's important. And what did we do? <laughs> Me and Jackie stayed home and got McDonald's. 20-piece chicken nugget, Big Mac. Double cheeseburgers, French fries. That was just you, right? Huh? That was just you, right? Oh, no, I shared a little bit with her. And it was, man, I'll tell you what, I never do that very rarely these days. But uh, it's Get Big 2022. I was feeding some McDonald's. It was good. I actually got it on time. I didn't have to wait in line too long. Nice. Just fantastic job by McDonald's for the Super Bowl. It was good. I can't remember yeah. last time I actually went to McDonald's to get food. Usually I get it because we have McDonald's breakfast and we're getting it door dashed. So yeah, there you go. The chicken nuggets still the top, still the best nuggets out there. Still, really? Oh, we might have to debate that one day. Well, mm-hmm. Let's see. Best chicken nuggets out there. Chicken out of fast nuggets. food chains. Yeah. Okay. Out of fast. Okay. Eh. We'll start to debate that. We'll see. What's good. We'll create a bracket. That'll happen soon. Because they still cost like four fifty nine or something for ten, right? 
The right. fact that Burger King and Wendy's can sell a 10-piece nugget for 99 cents, what the hell are you eating, right? <laughs> How do you sell a 10-piece chicken nugget Burger for 99 cents? Burger King, they don't call it chicken. They just call it nuggets. Yeah. So it's like, okay. It. He's like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. Like, you don't I'm put good. chicken in front of that? Like, I'm 100% good. Yeah. I'm not saying even call it chicken. Not, but that's a reason why we don't. Because then you say chicken nuggets. It's just nuggets. No, yeah. thank you. No, thank you. What is just what is just a nugget? Yeah, we know. I don't want to know. I'm not trying to find out either. So, all right. First segment. We're going to get into kind of what's been uh, hitting us during this pandemic. It's been hitting hard as far as everything. The great resignation uh, overall. Like, the job market is out there. You know, people are leaving their jobs kind of in mass um, overall. Uh, since, like I said, since the pandemic, you know, a lot of people, they had lost their jobs. And the rate of that was kind of increasing a little bit. But there's a lot of people now that are out there are leaving their jobs, um, thinking that either if they're in the service industry, maybe they could receive better benefits from unemployment and the different services that were coming out there and everything. Um, or maybe they feel like other people are leaving their jobs. The grass is greener on the other side now that the pandemic is kind of, it seems like it's kind of winding down. There may be some other job opportunities out there. So they figure you know what, we're going to go ahead, we're going to leave our job right here because we think there's going to be some, the grass is greener on the other side, we can put ourselves in position to get in, in to get a good place of employment. Uh, so what are your thoughts on everything as far as just the whole situation? Well, the great resignation also called the big quit, which I kind of like the big quit. It is kind of the big quit. Yeah, right? yeah, it's kind of the big quit, right? I guess it was uh, doing a little research here like we like to do. Anthony Klotz is a professor at Texas A&M who termed the great resignation and said it was coming uh, a couple months before it happened. Right. So 33 million people have quit their jobs since the spring of 2021, 33 million. And it says the sheer number of openings combined with the lower unemployment rate uh, is definitely what's driving it a little bit. Uh, but there's all kinds of reasons people's quitting, right? So like right. you said, during the pandemic, people got used to staying home found out they could work from home and now everybody you talk to is looking for a job at home doesn't matter what wedding you go to you go out to eat go to bar when you have conversations with people what are they always talk about i need to get one of them remote jobs <laughs> that's I mean, all you I'll, hear right i'll be honest i was looking for that before the pandemic even happened you yeah know i mean like that was like well before my with my current job i mean i'll be able to do that now or whatever but that was something that was ideal if i could find a job where i could work from home most most of the time like I'm good. That's that's just what I'm wanting. But I think people also find out during the pandemic when they had to work from home, it's not for everybody. Some people go stir crazy working home, or they need to be around people. Need to be back in the office or whatever. That's not me. Like I can go either either direction as far as that. But people definitely um, don't necessarily function well in that environment. It's not for everybody as far as doing that. So well, yeah. And then like the biggest hit we talked about the hospitality. Right. And we bash the hospitality on you know, on this show. Yeah, I don't know how many times because of crap service and all this stuff. But most people are leaving hospitality, right? Because we've talked about this without rehashing the whole thing with the benefits right, right. and unpredictable pay. And now there was no pay because everything was closed for a while. Right. And all these other industries were hiring during the pandemic and needed people to show up to work for to replace all people at their current place that weren't showing up to work. So all these people in hospitality that wanted to work ended up getting in these other fields that had all these uh, openings, right? Right. So, and then you put up the competition and then all the, you know, extra pay and double pay and increases and in wages and stuff. 
not keeping up with the seven, eight percent inflation, but uh, obviously that's driving people away from tip and, uh, you know, kind of incentivating jobs like that and hospitality because it's just not there like it used to be. And especially right. in some of the smaller places, right? Like in New York City, you probably can still make a kill and run, you know, working at some of these bars. Mm-hmm. But like some of like where I'm at now and some of these other places, you know, it's just there's, you know, who's going to show up to work all night till two, three in the morning and walk away with $50, right? You know, right. bartending yeah, exactly. all night. Yeah, that's tough. Not unless you can, unless, not unless you can still bring a following to, to you that like people are coming there just to see you, then all right, that's one thing. But yeah, it's tough for these bartenders, I feel like, to go out there and just, make that money like they did, like they normally did. I feel like the service industry is just down and, you know. I think people realize too, like, you know, a lot of people used to try to live paycheck to paycheck paycheck on that stuff and everything, realize, hey, I can go get a job where it's consistent pay. I can do a budget. You know, if something happens, I'll be all right. You know, no one could have foreseen this happening. And, you know, all these people are out of work. But the great resignation is great because people are just saying, I don't want to work anymore. That's a lot of it, right? I like being at home. That's tough, though, still, because trying to find those jobs and the cost of living is still going up. That hasn't stopped the whole time. You know what I mean? So, like, to me, average home price in California is eight hundred thirty three thousand dollars. Yeah, that's out of control. That's out of control. I mean, that's how it is on the West Coast, though. It's how it is in New York. It's how it is in California. Like, Luckily, I mean, I live here in Ohio and it's you know more reasonable as far as that. But, yeah, I mean, it's insane. It's still going up like. Our house was, I think we got it for like 200 something. As far as that, I look at what is valued at right now is valued at like 310 or 315,000 as far as doing that. So man, I should sell my house, get hundred K, you know, get a hundred K profit for it, then figure it out. And then we'll have to go pay like four or 500 K for the next house we want to get. So it's like, eh, maybe we should think twice about this. Well, yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, and then, you know, the price of used cars because of the chip shortage and all this craziness right. is insane, but you know, we wanted to look, you know, why are people really quitting, right? So the number one reason it's <laughs> that you look at everywhere, right, right, is relationship with the boss. Everybody's blaming the boss. I hate that mofo or whatever, right? <laughs> Everybody's quitting because of their boss. And all you see online is, I hate this guy or I'm treated this way and that way, right? So <laughs> that's but, the number one reason. That's true. Like, you know, if, you, if you're the boss, I mean, you just have you do have to, you know, especially with you know millennials, some some Gen Z uh, generation, whatever. I think you do have to kind of treat things a little bit differently than what you used to. You know, Gen X is one thing. You know, they they deal with things a certain way. I know I'm super generalizing. I know it's not like this in every situation, but I feel like those younger generations are looking for more of that work life balance, right? They want something where they're gonna be happy. You know, have their you know, make sure they're happy inside of work and outside of work. They want to be treated right by the right people. They don't want to be treated a certain way. They want to, they want to be respected a certain way or whatever. And um, they want to have that relationship with their boss. They don't want to be talked down to or whatever. And they're willing to leave certain jobs that matter kind of their pay in order to have that better work-life balance. And I think that's, that's definitely a trend that's not going away. Yeah, man. Like the baby boomers, you know, you know, lived to work and there was different relationships with uh, companies back in the day. You know, they used to have softball teams and right. do a lot of stuff, you know, and there's companies starting to burn a lot about that because, you know, everything's about employee engagement, emotional intelligence, and all that stuff right now, which is rightfully so in today's environment for sure. Right. But, uh, you know, some of this stuff, though, you just can't do nothing about. You can do all the engagement you want. You can work with someone all you can want, want to do. 
And then you got this stuff right here. So let's let's talk a little bit about all this. What do you do if this is the situation? Right. So someone left their job because her boss lost the dog she had given him. So she just quit coming to work because she lost the dog that the boss gave to her, which is terrible, right? She lost the wait, wait, she lost the dog or the boss lost the dog that she gave she her. She lost the dog that her boss gave her. <laughs> I mean, I mean she was just embarrassed. <laughs> that got nothing to do with no COVID, right? So no, no, not at all. Our employee said he was joining the circus. Do you think that employee was telling the truth or was he just being a jerk? I guess he, he was he wanted he was doing wanted to do something he was passionate about. That's what we'll say. Is that what it is? That's what we'll say. Yeah. So we're gonna give this guy, we're gonna give this guy the benefit of the doubt then. I mean, I guess it's gonna help his work-life balance. All right. A staff member left to climb Mount Everest. Quit their job to go climb Mount Everest. Better than than me. <laughs> yeah. To me, I ain't climbing me, nothing. That's seriously mess with your money. I ain't climbing money. nothing but a casino buffet. <laughs> All right. Get well, big 2022. 2020. Get big 2022. There was an individual who left to play the trombone. Now, is that a career or is that like, you know, it doesn't elaborate. You're going to work for a symphony or what are you doing? Right. Like, did he play it before? Did he have like trials or something like that? Or he's like, no, I'm just going to pick up the trombone and we'll figure it out. Join the next, you know, the high school marching band, practice them. We'll be good to go. I'm going to rank this under I'm being a jerk when I quit explanation. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. An employee wanted to enter a beauty contest. They have you have to, to quit finish? your job? Well, I guess I got to practice those questions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess if you win Miss America or whatever, you get a busy schedule then. But, you know. Right. But, I mean, that's, that's seriously winning some competitions. So, I like this one. One worker left to become an apple farmer. Now, where do we like – does this go under a jerk answer or are they legitimately going to work on a farm? Before, like, before the pandemic, I say, you know what, it could be, you know, because I do know someone that did that and left the corporate job to go out there and build their own farm. They raised cattle and sheep and they farmed corn and everything because they were sick of the corporate the corporate world. So I see that. But farmers, they're not quite doing as well as what they were doing prior to the pandemic. So is it really worth it? They might That's might have been a jerk move. And it might, be, it might be their Apple farm, right? They might be running it so they can work from right. home, but I'm going to file this under. I'm being a jerk when I quit answer. All right, here we go. Now, these are classics here because this is based off of they don't like the actual physical building. Right. One person quit because he hated the carpet. I wish we knew how much they were making and how much money they walked away. Right, yeah, reasons. exactly. <laughs> well, I, mean, I wonder what kind of carpet it was. It was a shag carpet. It was probably that, that, you know, typical corporate, old school corporate setting where it was like that, that blue carpet and you're in a coal yeah. farm and everything. So everything looks kind of gray or whatever. Like, you know, they had limited windows. If, they, you know, if, you, if you wanted to see a window, you had to stand in front of your cubicle and look across the whole room in order to see the window view, which were tinted. So you couldn't really get any, like, feel of yeah. how it was outside anyway. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe it was killing their vibe. And this might go on to this, too. A worker did not like the color of the walls. Same. I see that when they started the job where the walls painted a different color while they were there. What do you think about that? Uh, apparently, they, they didn't think about the emotional uh, distress that those walls would cause them. So, I know. Well, yeah, we know that we have calming colors and we have colors that keep people awake and you know, all this stuff. But I'm going to file both those under. I'm being a jerk answer. All right. <laughs> she left because she hated the lighting in the building. Same. Old school corporate, <laughs> corporate building structure. The, there's not just bright lights in there. 
It's super low, super chill. You might fall asleep in your chair. Um, maybe, like I said, may affect her. her um, I'm not going to lie. I actually heard some of this stuff way before, personally, myself, before <laughs> I, before the great resignation over. Right. You know, I've been around a while now. All right. He quit because he didn't like the way the office smelled. We got to get some candles lit, you know, get some fragrance going where we need here. Something. Obviously something. You know, the office, I wonder what it smelled like. Is someone like breaking the 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 unofficial office rules of like heating up fish in the microwave? Or are the, do the bathrooms need to be cleaned? Or what's happened to me in my case, which is the person that sat across from me used to put on nail polish every day when I was eating lunch. Not every day, every other day. And so I hate to smell nail polish to this day as far as doing that. Yeah, that's real. It's a real thing, right? It's a real thing for sure. All right. An individual did not like the sound of cabinets being slammed. (laughs) So (laughs) where were they? (laughs) I don't know, man. Sounds pretty serious though. Right. All right. So this one, I've heard this. I mean, I've actually, we've actually heard this one. Me and my brother heard this. One person quit to watch a soccer tournament. Let me tell you, there's parts of this world where they will quit their job to watch soccer games. So I believe it. I believe it. So I don't know if they quit, but at least, at least, you know, a shift. Hey, this is important. We're not coming back. We're watching this game. You don't like it. We'll quit. Well, we'll care. quit. Yep. Then, there's like, everybody's gone. What are you going to do then? When everybody leaves, all right, we're quitting. It's like, yep. All right. All right. Employee left because he wanted to watch a movie with his girlfriend during work hours. Mm. I don't know what to think about that one. I don't either. They should be fired. <laughs> they should be fired. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like that. We had someone quit so he could stay home and feed his dog. I have honestly heard this one before, too, like a couple times. Yeah, you know, you know what? Because people, especially during the pandemic, you know, their their dogs are, you know, their family. And I'll say, especially in the pandemic, their dogs like family. And even more, like I did a, a study on this when I was in the NBA program on like a particular dog food, whatever, and the buying trends of pet owners. And more and more, especially during the pandemic, more people, if they were thinking about having kids, they weren't really have kids yet. So they would have dogs or pets kind of not in place of kids, but, you know, they'll bring them to their family as if they were their kids or whatever. So they would treat them, buy them the best food, cook them food, do all this stuff. And they wanted to give them the best nutrients possible. And they're willing to spend that money on it. And they're willing to take the time to do that. So that doesn't surprise me at all, to be honest with you. All right. So this last group I got for you, I heard all this several times before the pandemic, right? So I guess we could just say during the pandemic, this has escalated to this level. (laughs) One person left because she didn't want to work so hard. Man, I've heard that a million times from people (laughs) over the years in the industries I've been in. That's just, you're going to keep hearing that one, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's not going to stop anytime soon as far as doing that. Yeah, man, you'll hear that after the first day. Someone after their first day might even be halfway through. Might even tell you, I got to go to the bathroom and never come back. Right. That's the one you got right there. Yeah, things like, like, you got to think about that before, though. Like, I know with me, I knew what I wanted. I, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew what I didn't want to do. You know, yeah. I, I have much respect for people that do manual labor and work in factories. Much respect. You make a good, great living doing that. I knew that's not what I wanted to do. I, I just I knew it wasn't what I to do. I knew I want to go a different direction. Didn't know what direction I wanted to go, but I knew it wasn't that direction. Yeah. So, okay, I'm going to figure out I'm going to go to school, get a degree in business. I'm trying to get a job in some corporation, get an office job and go from there because I'm not trying to do manual labor for however long I have to do it for, or I'm not trying to 
you know, working, you know, working a restaurant, be a bartender, anything like that for however long. I'm just, I'm not trying to do that. I'm, I want to be able to, when it's all said and done, sit back and chill and kick it whenever I want, whenever it's all said and done and over with. That yeah, and that's the mentality today, though. You're, you're not any different than what a lot of people thinking out there. You know, right. you've just been able to, you know, find something and stuff like that to do. So, right. But if people do go that route, you can be very successful doing it. Yeah, you know? absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I actually encourage it because you probably have a higher opportunity to find jobs that way in those skilled labor trades and everything like that if you're willing to put in the work. So, this one, this, yeah, and this one, next one kind of ties into some people. <laughs> and yeah. I've heard this, I've heard this one a lot. And employees said, what was it? Told us he just couldn't get up in the morning. And I've heard that one a lot. <laughs> I mean, he I don't, just can't get up in the morning, man. That ain't for everybody. Uh, yeah, I guess not for everybody, but like if that's the case, I mean, find a job we work second shift, you know, or like we work third shift, you know, figure that out. If you know yourself, you don't, you can't get up, be at work by eight o'clock in the morning, then find a job where you can work a different shift where you can. Yep. Hey, and then this one, an employee said work was getting in the way of having fun. Well, doesn't that just sum up today's uh, mentality, yeah, right? Like, is that not life? Like, yeah, does that, do we want to work? No. We, we all have to work because we have bills we have to pay. That's just life. That's how it is. Plus, Uncle Sam's going to take his cut. And can you make money by having fun? If you can make money by having fun, me and you'd be rich 100%. Yeah. A long time ago. We'll have to yeah. Money <laughs> yeah. And some people do get rich uh, having fun. There's That's ways true. to do that online. All right. A staffer quit because the informal dress was not allowed. Now, this one's a good one because – like, as we've known, like, I remember I used to have to wear a tie and a suit to work. Like, those right. days are over, man. I don't have to wear anything I don't want to wear right now, right? Like, <laughs> that's true. And that's just everywhere it's getting like that. Like, I don't know how men's warehouse stays in business because nobody buying suits anymore. Actually, the probably the rental business is what keeps them in, you know, for weddings and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, and you know me, I like a good suit. I got a few, but I'm right. older. Like how many, how many young people are really rocking a suit anymore, even have one, right? No, not at all. Like at, at most, you're probably going to see people wearing polos and slacks, you yeah. know what I mean, nowadays. And so it casual might, wear. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's called, you know, that's called business casual. And then it's like, that's almost extra casual, to be honest with you. First, what before business casual was you're wearing a button down shirt where you normally have a tie with it. Just don't wear your tie with it. You're still wearing slacks and some decent shoes. That's not the case anymore. Business casual is definitely relaxed from what it used to be. You know, and it's, yeah. not even that, it's not even really that anymore. Like, it's, it's just like you said, it's just not. So, all right. So, we got two more, right? And this yep. one, you will never hear this out of my mouth. A guy told us he was making too much money and didn't feel he was worth it. I'm going to file that under the dick answer because there's no way he met it. <laughs> he met yeah. that, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. That was a jerk answer because, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> All right. And then this last one's what we were just talking about. Someone left because she was going to live off her trust fund. Hey, that's all good. If I could do it, I'd do it too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, man. Depending, depending on how much money's in that trust fund, don't blow it. You can spend money quick. And yeah. she could have been messed with their money. Hopefully that, hopefully that trust fund is infinite. I doubt it though. Yep. Uh, hey, so those are a lot of the reasons, but we had to address the great resignation. If you've quit, let us know on, on the pages why you quit. Because we're like getting a good list together for this. That's right. You know, we yeah, we're gonna put it out there. I'm put I'm put a poll out there after after we uh post this uh this video tomorrow. And we're gonna put it up there on Instagram, 
um, at always relevant. We'll put it on there on Facebook as well. Uh, Facebook stories, Instagram stories. You can go out, ask questions. Did you quit your job doing the great resignation and why? Yeah. And see, see what we hear. See, I, I'm interested to get, get those answers and uh, see what our, our listeners um, have said. I did not quit my job in the great resignation. I was lucky enough to not have to and lucky enough to be able to work from home and still be able to keep things going as normal. So I, I was blessed in that way. So, yeah, uh, I didn't get to work from home. If anything, I was working more. So the, the, the pandemic didn't affect me uh, from that standpoint, but we feel bad for all the people who lost their jobs. But let me tell you right now, if you're out there looking, now's the time to apply. You True. don't think you're qualified for a job because you're missing this or missing that and you want it, apply for it because there's probably a lot of other candidates out there that don't have what you have, right? Every job application and posting is going to have their ideal candidate requirements, right? Right. Shouldn't dissuade you from applying if you think it's in your wheelhouse, especially during the great resignation when the talent pool is lighter than it's been in quite some time and everybody needs talent, right? Well, and another thing is besides that, because like I said, a lot of people are leaving their current jobs, go look for those other jobs, put their names in the hat in these other jobs, these other positions. Because like you said, the talent pool is just lighter what it normally is. So this is a lot of good opportunity. Um, I know Dennis, he brought this up, DJ. He said, you know, what about those opportunities within your own company? Like, can you put yourself in a different position or a better position to, to be, to move up at your company because you have that experience already, you've been there for a period of time, maybe you've shown the responsibility, you know, maybe it's your opportunity to move up and, um, show them that you're ready to take on that additional responsibility as well, instead of potentially having to jump ship and start new at a new company. So it's always something to think about in that aspect too, right? Yeah. And you know what, like, but there's two things that concern me, right? So people are making more money and there's jobs out there, right? And everything like that. But there's two things that raise a red flag with me. Obviously the inflation, which is the highest it's been in forever, maybe right. uh, seven, 8%. So the rate of pay hasn't kept up with that. Uh, according to the you know government statistics that are out there mm -hmm. and U U.S. household debt is growing. So that leads me even though that means some people who ain't working that were relying on maybe stimulus checks and all this stuff or quit their job because of that. And right. now that that stuff's over, you're seeing the debt start to come back up because people might not be going back to work and charging stuff. There's two two huge key indicators there that are uh, saying everything isn't hunky-dory, right? So, right. you know, take advantage of them opportunities because at some point, you know how things work. The job market's going to shift in, you know, into the favorability of the employers again, where, right. you know, they'll be able to negotiate for more of a position of strength. The candidate pool gets a little tighter. Okay. I recommended people go out for jobs and start looking for them before all the uh, COVID bonuses or whatever you want to call them, supplement checks, one of them things called stimulus checks, check, you know, yeah. get out there would have been the time to do it, especially with that stuff winding down. But right. also I do think things are turning around because, out in New York City, the mask mandates are gone. So some of the COVID restrictions are going away right. as we start to head towards something that's going to be more of an endemic than a pandemic once it gets classified as that. So that's going to change things around too. So we'll see what happens. Yep, for sure. For sure. All right. Now we're moving on to the topic that I'm saddened about. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. I know Dane's got some stats for us. Anybody watched the game? It was a good game. Bengals, I thought the Bengals held out. I think they played pretty well. I know we probably have a few things to discuss through, for what happened throughout the game. Uh, Dane, what are your thoughts on everything? A great being, game. You being a non-Bengals a non fan, non-Rams fan, just purely 
football, you know, armchair football expert. What were your thoughts? Uh, it was a great game. I picked the Bengals to win by three. Uh, the Rams ended up winning by three. I trusted Joe Burrows more than I chose Joe Burrow more than I trusted Stafford. Which wasn't a bad thing. No, I think Stafford's two interceptions and some of the bad throws he made uh, justified me believing in Burroughs more. Right. Uh, the Bengals' offensive line played better the week before. I thought that might continue against the Rams. No. It did not. Rams' uh, line was too – Those I told you last week is what I was worried about completely was their D-line against the Bengals' offensive line and the fact that the Rams did not have the blitz to bring pressure on Joe Burrow, but they could, their front four was just eating up the, the Bengals and it was crazy. Yeah. What was interesting though, is both D lines dominated. The Rams only had 43 rushing yards. The Bengals had 79. Nobody can get really anything going on the ground, but I mean, the bank, the Rams running backs couldn't even get back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, so, bad. I mean, the way that Stafford, I, it's really hard because we talked about this a little bit before. I thought it was a tale of two halves. I thought two big turning points happened, right? They got the Bengals got that touchdown. Then they got the ball back right away on a Stafford interception. Yep. If you watch the broadcast, they're blaming the receiver, and people were saying, "Oh, if OBJ was there, I caught." No, he overthrew the guy. Right? Yeah, that's he why he reached out and that was on Stafford. So right. sometimes I hate the media with their agendas, want to make people look better than they are, and blame somebody else. No, that was a crap pass. Yeah, by yeah it was a bad pass. Receiver got a hand on it, and it tipped and went to the 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 Cincinnati yeah. DB. Yeah, it was a bad pass. He, he yeah. threw it away from his body. It wasn't a good pass at all as far as – But when the Bengals did not score a touchdown on that possession, I really thought they could have sucked the life out of the Rams with a touchdown. But yeah. uh, the Rams' defense was a story for me in the second half, not just Cup on Cooper Cup on the last drive. But the Rams' defense did what they did to the 49ers and got shut down football going. Aaron Donald got going after he got shoved a little bit, really ticked him off. Yep. Um, they're talking about him as the greatest football player, defensive player ever. I disagree. That's a different conversation. Yeah, People were saying Lawrence Taylor. I personally think it was Ray Lewis. But, uh, you know, I think uh, – I just think uh, the the Rams' defense and clutch play by the Rams and then what everybody else is saying is the facts. The stars showed up for the Rams at the end. Did. Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald. That's why people get paid right there. They earned it. Hey, Cooper Cup, you know, he he's earning himself. He's messing with his money because he's going to get paid. I, well, I don't know what his current concert situation is. I think he got paid a little bit uh, this past Oh, yeah, he's time. already paid well, but he's – he, he, Yeah, when they, when they when it's time for an extension, he's going to get one. And he's proven why he led the league in catches, receiving, touchdowns, did the same thing in the playoffs. Like, he had a historic year, and um, he can't – when it was time for – Someone to step up. OBJ was hurt earlier in the game. Rams had no running game. Stafford's like, hey, I'm throwing you the ball. Get open. And he did. And uh, it, much respect to him for that. There's you no know what I was looking at. Yeah. And I was looking at this and this stat, and this makes me wonder maybe the Bengals should have rushed a little more as I looked at this because they did average four yards of carry. Four yards of carry is what you run place for, right? Yeah. Uh, the Rams averaged 1.9. And if you watch the game, I thought it'd be negative 1.9 the way that was going. Right. Uh, the Mixon touchdown pass was great. That's because plays like that work when the running game gets going a little bit. Mix was starting to get going a little bit. Right. Uh, 
But you know, if I look at the stats, like look at look at Stafford and Burrow comparison, right? Stafford right. twenty six of forty, Burrow twenty two of thirty three. Stafford had two hundred eighty three yards, Burrow two sixty three. Stafford three touchdowns, but he had the two interceptions. Uh, Burrow's one touchdown, zero interceptions. Uh, Burrow thirty nine seven QBR, and Stafford was a sixty point eight. I don't really put too much in the QBR, but this is the big one. Uh, Burrow was sacked seven times for a loss of 43 yards. And obviously he was pressured more than that. Stafford was only sacked twice for 13 yards. He was sacked six times in the third quarter alone. Yeah. yeah the, and you know what? The Bengals' O-line wasn't that bad in the first half. Like I said, I think the Rams just kicked it into another game. Yeah, they did. They did. And, they, I mean, yeah, I think the Rams' defense took over. Um, oh. I, I, th- I thought the – sorry, go ahead. No, real quick, big drop by Boyd on that third yeah. and that would have been a yeah. first down. First down He's got to catch that ball. Yeah. He didn't have a drop all year, and he just picked the worst possible time. To he, drop he saw ball. it plain as day. He just tried to look ahead before he had the ball in his hands. Like, the ball was close. You see him look up, and he just dropped it. And kids, when you're playing receiver, look the ball in every time. That, he, that was the first good. down. Yeah. That was a first down, and he cannot drop that. You know, that play reminds me of that play when Foles was hot. You know, Foles kind of had the Burrow thing going where he was just winning with the Eagles. And, right. you know, against that second year when he was in their second round of the playoffs, he threw that pass and hit Aguilar right in the hands and then it got intercepted. That was kind of the type of play that was, like where, you know, you knew Burrow was going to get it done. Yep. You needed everybody else to get it done for you. And that was a rough drop, man. Yeah, he just didn't tough. get a lot of help in the second half. Uh, Chase, yeah. five receptions, 89 yards. He had some big plays. And everybody was talking about like the referees at the end or whatever. The only thing I will say, and I would I'd never blame referees for games or whatever. The only thing I will say is I feel like that they there weren't there were not hardly any penalties throughout the whole game. They were letting them play, letting them be physical. I will admit on that T. Higgins touchdown, he threw down um Jalen Ramsey. Like that should have been mask. Yeah. Now the referee probably didn't see it because the way it looked and like he was just trying to get back around them. But he definitely pulled him down by his face and caught the ball and walked to the end zone. So that I will admit should have been a pass interference. But now the previous year you could float throw a flag and challenge pass interference, but you can't do that anymore. I think yeah. if you could have threw a flag for pass interference, they might have won that one. Yeah, because there was that, but then like they got a little more ticky tack when the Bengals are on defense. Uh, yeah, that be, those that one holding call was absolutely terrible. I yeah. you can't call that in that game. I mean, there were some crap calls there late. I, the one he did, Apple did pull him on the one penalty, but yeah, the, you know, he did, for sure. Yeah, the one, I think the one on the linebacker, uh, Logan uh, Wilson, I think it was, that was tough. I mean, his hand was on his back, but like they've been letting him play kind of all game. So it's like, you're going to bring your whistles out now? Like, that's, that, tough. Like I said, uh, that, that's not why they, that's not why the Bengals lost the game. You know, it was already going downhill at that point. The momentum had already switched at that point in time. But uh, yeah. I just thought it was interesting how the referees did kind of change, do a 180 versus what they were doing the rest of the game. So, yeah. So, I mean, that, that was tough, but I, you know, uh, I just got to give it to the Rams. I don't think it's that Cincinnati played bad. I just think that the Rams made more plays at the end. Uh, you've seen the talent come through with the Rams that they paid all this money for. You've seen it happen. You've seen it take over. Burrow had no time. That D-line for the Rams, clean Aaron Darnold were all over the place. 
And Stafford, Stafford, who made mistakes that people won't admit for some reason on TV, who watched the game, watched him throw some terrible passes. He did. Uh, He missed missed a wide open man Jefferson in the end zone. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, it was bad, too. Like, most NFL quarterbacks are not going to overshoot the receiver that bad on a 15 yard throw there's not yeah uh, Stafford has a great team I and you know what that win now he might go he, he has the lifetime stats right so I mean that I probably makes him a, is what he needed to be a hall of famer probably makes him a hall of famer yeah so maybe yeah, I think it does because of his lifetime numbers and then you throw that Super Bowl in there uh, yeah. I mean, and, and he was in Detroit, which is like the abyss for years. And like, well, if he was with another team, he'd do well in the playoffs. Well, he went to another team, did well in the playoffs, won the Super Bowl. I mean, you can't deny it. He's you know, one of those guys that the talent's undeniable, but he makes a lot of bad throws and critical he's kind of a times, right? a bit. He's got a little far venom, right? Yeah. I, but you know what? The Lions never won. And some of that is on him because he was a turnover machine at times. Um, you know what? I've never been a huge Stafford fan, but at the end of the day, he did come through in the clutch. Uh, I think the Bengals almost let him off the hook more because the only person he was throwing to was Cooper Cup, and the Bengals weren't covering. I don't well, get it. The thing is, they were double teaming. They were double teaming Cup all game, and Cup you had you hadn't heard from him. He had like one catch, one catch before that. I think one yeah. or two at the most. Yeah, for whatever guy. reason, in the fourth quarter, they changed it up, and I don't know why. I don't know if they got conservative. Or whatever, or they were worried because for a little bit they're they're throwing to the tight end a little bit. They threw the Jan, Van Jefferson a little bit, and it was a third string tight end where they had the running back out of the backfield. They gave up some yards on it. I would have made them keep doing that. I'm not going to let Cooper Cup be the person that beats that beats me because I feel like the rest of my defense can match up better with the rest of the receiving core versus trying to match up with Cooper Cup. Now, if if Odell Beckham would have been in the game the whole time, I honestly think that the game could have been completely different. It might not have been as close to what it was because he was creating matchup matchup problems for their defense, in my opinion. Because the Bengals like, we're going to double Odell Beckham Jr. or we're going to double Cooper Cup. They chose double Cooper Cup, and Odell Beckham Jr. is better than the Bengals' slot corner or the Bengals' second cornerback, in my opinion. And I think he was going to create. I think he was creating mismatches. And well, he had a nice, really nice touchdown catch. It's hard to pull the ball on when the guy's arms in there and stuff. The guy, so. the guy was there. He was there on the defense. Yeah, I think Stafford underthrew the ball a little yeah. bit. He gave the defender a chance to knock that ball away. Beckham made a great play, right? Okay. He did. Uh, but here's the thing about OBJ that reared is ugly. He's really light built. I don't think he's ever going to stay healthy. I mean, you seen that play, he hurt his knee on. He wasn't even hit. He was just cut. Right. Uh, do we know what happened yet? Is there any news uh, on that? I didn't see anything. I'm, I'm guessing it's an ACL. It looked like an ACL. Too. It looked like an ACL. And Wait, the way he ran and like he, he planted and he buckled, like it just, it looked like it was an ACL to be honest. He's an extraordinary athlete with extreme speed, but he is built really lean, right? Like he is not built for heavy duty hits. You know what I mean? And like his body's not going to hold up. Do you think uh, he's got a bad shoulder? He couldn't stay. You know what? Everybody can say what they want about him in Cleveland. It ain't that he didn't want to play, he just couldn't stay healthy, right? So, right. right. You know, that's part of it. I think if he was healthy in Cleveland and doing well, all this bad juju that's going on uh, probably wouldn't be there if he was healthy and making plays. Right. So, I don't know. What do you want to sum it up for the Bengals fans? I got Bengals nothing else. Fans, I know I know Bengals fans are feeling disappointment because 
Saw the Bengals had the lead 23-25. Four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Two minutes left in the fourth quarter. They're still leading. The Rams are driving, and it's just it's replaying what happened against San Francisco in Super Bowl 23, right? For those that remember it. But overall, if you look at when where the season started, no one even expected the Bengals to be where they were. You know, we talked about before. You said fire Zach Taylor before the season. I said give him a chance, get more players in there. They, you know, they're making signings on defense, and they did. They improved a lot. You know, they improved the defense a lot through the draft and through signings. Um, they just have to improve their offensive line. And I think they're moving in the right direction. I think they have a good young core. And uh, especially Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, they're going to be there for a while. You know, T. Higgins is going to be there for a while. And I think that they can go out there and make plays in the future. Now, granted, next year might not be as laid out of the path as this year because the Chiefs are going to be probably, you know, the Chiefs. AFC North, you know, the Ravens are going to be healthier. They're going to figure out what's up with them. They're not going to have, like, everybody getting torn ACLs. Um, the Steelers, I don't know how they're going to rebound yet since Big Ben's retiring. We'll still see the about Steelers. That. Still the Steelers. And you'll see if the Browns can figure it out. They still have a pretty decent defense, and they have a great running game. They just have to figure out their passing game. And I'm sure they're going to address that in the offseason one way or another. So that's just, you know, that's just in conference. We'll see what happens there overall. Proud of the Bengals. They did well. They broke the curse of not getting the playoffs and getting the playoffs and not winning any playoff games. Um, I'm looking forward to the future. I hope it's not for Burrow. I hope it's not a Dan Marino situation. You know, go to the, the Super Bowl early in career and never get back. I don't think it's going to be like that. I think they're going to at least get the playoffs. They're going to make some plays down the line. Hopefully, this experience helps them in the future to, you know, win the Super Bowl, hopefully, one day. And that, I do it's have, crazy to think about that as a true expectation, but I think it's, I think it's legit. I think he brings that kind of confidence to the table uh, for his team and for the city, and I think it's gonna be a great thing. Yeah, I do have one more thing. Uh, the Bengals' defensive coordinator—I forget his name—he uh, really, he really changed the way defense is played in this playoffs. And it'll be interesting to see if coaches can adapt to what he was doing. Because Mahomes, he froze up guys like Tannehill and Mahomes and everything. Mahomes I just having everybody go into coverage, the whole team, you know, rush three and then have a spy there, right? Right. Uh, teams struggled with that. Now they're going to have a whole offense to review what the Bengals were doing on defense. Mm. I think that coach might – I don't know what his background is and stuff, but I don't know why he isn't getting any consideration because well, he's actually performing. Why would you want Bellamy of the Chiefs who can't score with the Chiefs when you can have a guy who's actually executing? You know what I mean? Like The one, and the one thing is, like, and Stafford did it a few times, he just checked down on the running back. He took what the he took what the defense gave him. All right, they were they were dropping back. They rushed three, whatever. When the guy blitzed, he checked down the running back. Running back got his five yards, and that's it. You yeah, Mahomes and Carr weren't doing that. They were still trying to push him. Yeah, it wasn't trying to push, push him. Get the big play, and then then they would go and instead of throwing the ball away to live another day, they'll try to make some crazy play and then make a mistake, throw an interception, and get take a sack with like a fifteen yard loss, and then you put yourself in a bad situation at that point in time. So. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and you got to make a you know they got to make a tackle. So the Bengals' defense is designed though. When you do that check down, you have to make an open field tackle, and the Rams right. did a pretty nice job. Like that one time early in the game for their first touchdown, Cup caught the ball. He should have been tackled for yeah. no gain, and he ran for like thirty yards. And you can't yeah. let that happen. Yep, I do have one question. Someone brought this up to me last night. We're watching the game, talking about the offensive line, and yeah, they were struggling with the defense line. So why didn't why didn't they try running? more draws or more screens 
Do you think that they should have done that um, to try to combat the pat, the the rush of the Rams? Or you think well, the, sw- the swagoo on Twitter was screaming for screens all night long. You know, I'm right. watching Twitter, see what people were saying. He wanted both teams to run it. Neither right. team did. Now, I disagree with the swag on the uh, Rams running the screen because a screen don't work if you're not rushing anybody, and the Bengals don't rush anybody. Right. So I, I don't know why he was calling for the Rams to run a screen. Now, with the way that the – Rams defensive line was committed to pin their ears back and call right. the Bengals probably should have tried one. So like, I, yeah. I, I definitely, like, I, I agree with them. They're like, yeah, they should have run more screens than what they did. Should have run more draws than what they did, you know, and they should have probably run more like quick stuff, like quick play action passes and get the ball out quick to the flat, to like a tight end or someone in the slot or whatever, where they had that quick passing game. Try to just almost as a substitute for the running game, if that makes sense. I also didn't like the Bengals going for it on the 50 yard line to start the game on fourth down. Now you knew it was going to be a defensive game, so I'm not particularly sure why they did that. You know, you know, your defense is top of the line, pin them back and win the field position. Yeah, get the field position. There was no reason to do it. It was still even, there's no momentum we had. Everybody's still trying to get a feel for everything in Super Bowl. You know, I would just, I would try to pin them back and, you know, inside their 10 yard line, play good defense, hope you get good field position, come back down and try to get some points after that. That's what I would have done. Um, but I don't know if he's had his analytics guy in his head and they had certain scenarios or whatever. I don't know what happened there. I know he keeps them in his ear the whole time. So maybe something was said at that point in time, but yeah, I, I disagree with that call as well. So. Yeah, but you know what? Everybody made mistakes in that game on both sides. And, you know, like I said, the Stars came to play. That's why they get paid. Yeah. Uh, well, it was a great game. And it kept your interest all the way to the end, even if you weren't a fan of either team. Just good football. Yeah, agreed 100%. So, like I said, sad, down about it, but still happy with their season. Proud of the Bengals. Look forward to the future. Look forward to Joe Burrow uh, doing even more in the community, doing more for the city. You know, him, Jamar Chase, all the young the young uh, players that have on their team. Future is bright, and the city is excited about it. It's pretty cool to see. Yes. Yep, they'll be back. So, all right, what we got? We're going, we're going to your favorite, NBA. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about real quick the trade deadline here. Right. All-star game in the land this weekend. So, me and Roe got to make our picks. But we got a couple things going on. Wouldn't it be an NBA trade deadline without something big happening. We got right. about as big as it can get with Simmons going to the nets along with Andre Drummond and Seth Curry uh, for Harden to the Sixers. Uh, I think the Sixers gave up too much because they gave up some first two first round picks, I think to the nets too, which is insane. Yeah. But uh, both teams were in a desperate situation. You had Harden not going to play and Simmons not going to play as a Cavs fan. I did not want this deal to happen. I wanted both players to continue to be miserable and destroy their teams so the Cavs could run. Well, the East just got a hell of a lot harder because Simmons paired up. Now, the net real quick, the Nets are in trouble. They've lost 11 straight. They got to get Durant back. They got to get Simmons playing. They're in real danger of missing the playoffs. Right. No, they are. Yeah. The Celtics have won eight straight. They would look like they were going to be sellers at the trade deadline. Thought left them for dead. Now the Celtics are playing good. Some of that talent like Tatum and Brown and stuff's rising, starting to play together a little bit. Um, Right now, from what I've been seeing, you know, I watch a lot of NBA. The Suns, they got a plus 8.3 differential. Chris Paul balling, uh, Devin Booker balling. Suns look to be the cream of the crop. 
We got to mention the Lakers because they're 26 and 31. Braun, I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs because the next team behind them is like four losses more, but they're ninth right. seed right now and they suck. I watched them play against Milwaukee on Tuesday night and the Greek freak makes Anthony Davis's, you know what, every time they play, right? That's true. That's true. So, so it's, it's a about, lot of stuff going on, man. What about Miami? Miami's number one in the East. And I, uh, so there's two teams in the East I'm not sold on. I know how good the Bulls are playing. I know how good Miami's playing. I don't think either of them are a threat to win it all. I just don't from what yeah. from the eye test, right? I know who they got. I know their players. Jimmy Butler's good, but you know, that's your best player. And then you have uh the guy uh, from Toronto, DeMar DeMuros, and having a career year with Chicago, oh, yeah. which I did not see coming. No. Uh, Zach Levine, when he's healthy, he's been good. But I uh, watching those two teams, and they're good. The Bulls are too small. I think when the game gets physical in the playoffs, they're too small. Uh, the Heat's good. I don't trust them. I still like Milwaukee. Uh, I still like the Sixers with Embiid now with Harden. I think the Cavs can make some noise just to how because of how big they are and they play as a team. Right. The Cavs are in third place right now. They are 35 and 22 right now. All right. Young. So the problem is they're young. So I mean, yeah. Like they, I mean, they just might they just might have enough not have enough experience to like make that deep run. But the thing about the Cavs, here's what I like about the Cavs. You can't focus on one player. Everybody contributes on offense. On defense, they're enormous. It's hard to score on them, right? right. So when they play lockdown defense with that height, all them seven footers out there, mm-hmm. Evan Mobley gonna be rookie of the year. The Cavs are a real threat, man. People are talking about them being, a, you know, going to be a tough out. I think they're a threat to win it. Sheer size alone is why, right? So, NBA All-Star game in the land. Excited about that. You got Team LeBron playing Team Durant. Durant's obviously not playing. Just right. read today, Harden's not playing, although he was picked last. What do you think about Harden getting picked last? A little salty Durant and LeBron not picking Harden on purpose to see if Durant picked him. What do you think about that? I mean, to me, I wouldn't have picked – I probably would have picked him last, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I You're a hater. You're a Harden hater. Tell us why. I just don't, I just don't, care, I don't, I don't care for Harden. I don't like his game. don't really like his style. I mean, he does what he does, but I don't enjoy watching him. I'm cool. <laughs> okay. So, you heard it right there. So, what are we thinking here? What do we got? Who's winning? I'm, I'm, I'm looking at their teams right now. Looking the All-Star at game's games. been good lately. People have been playing. You know what I mean? The, the new format they had has been really helpful overall for that. So, ah, looking at their – Man, this is tough. I know I was looking tough. at it, too. I think I'm going to go Team LeBron. Because, I mean, you got the athleticism of Giannis. You have the shooting of Curry. You got Jokic, who – He's playing well. He always plays well. You got your boy Darius Garland coming off the bench. You got Chris Paul. He'll be out there coming off the bench. You know he's trying to win. You got Jimmy Butler. You know he's trying to win. You got Luka Donisic. He usually isn't trying to win come All-Star game, but maybe yeah, LeBron. he's trying to kick it. He's going to shoot and, you know, be whatever he's going to be. But. Yeah, he's out there being a I, – I don't I don't like the way Donisic plays in All-Star games. Like, he needs to take it more serious. Uh, I'm all over Team LeBron in this too, particularly with Durant not playing. This is all right. day LeBron. Yeah. I love what the Greek freak does. The Greek freak is the freak. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, two players, two players I do like on Team KD. I like Ja Morant. I don't know how healthy he is right now, but I do like him, and I do like um, Devin Booker. Come, he's coming off the bench, and even though I don't like Embiid or whatever, he is probably the most skilled big man in the league. 
can't deny it. MVP front runner, can't deny it. And um, they're going to be tough. But I'm still going uh, Team LeBron. And shout out for Darius Garland on Team LeBron, representing the land and the hometown. I love it. He's balling. He was my get real last week on myself because I thought he was a bum. I thought it was a terrible pick, and I was completely wrong. The guy can play. That was Beeline's pick. He had to have him. I thought Beeline was nuts. So if he did anything for us in five months, he got us Darius Garland. There you go. There you go. And wasn't Darius Garland – I'm trying to think, where do you go to school? Do you go Vanderbilt. To, you went to Vanderbilt, that's right. But he only played like three games because he blew out his knee. He blew out his knee. So he was like seen as like one of the top players coming in, and he blew out his knee. That's why his draft stock went down or whatever. Yep. So obviously, good choice, you know. Beeline, former Michigan coach, good call by him. Um, and you're seeing the benefits of of his of his call right there. So good work. All right. So we both took Team LeBron. We like to play devil's advocate, but looking at these rosters, no Durant playing. I can't go Team Durant. Can't go Team Durant. I, I agree 100. percent I agree 100. percent All right. So that's our quick uh, NBA uh, rundown at the trade deadline. Do you got anything else you want to add to that? No, I don't think so. I think we, we covered everything we need to. We got that. We got, you know, NBA trade deadline, got the all-star game picks. I think we're good. I think we're ready for rapid fire. What do you got? Rapid fire. So, of course, we love football. So, why not talk about next year already? Right? <laughs> All right. Pred- hey, predictions. Hey, make predictions. Bets now. Make your bets now. Rapid fire. Who is the MVP of the league next year? MVP of the league next year. Mm. MVP of the league is going to be who's around still. I'm going to go Josh Allen. I was, I was going to say Josh Allen. I was going to be the MVP. He's going to be due. I think the Bills are coming back. He's going to have some stat. He's a stat monster. You, I mean, he played well in their championship against in their game against uh, Kansas City. Like he did not lose that game. He won that game. Their defense lost that game. So. I'm going Josh Allen as they well. They call him the Terminator for a reason. I love those huge, strong athletes at my quarterback position. Yep. Uh, who has the top defense next year? I mean, if they stayed healthy, I was going to say Tampa Bay. but It's tough. They're going to lose a lot of people in free agency. Like, And yet sometimes you got to look at the conference, too. Uh, I like the 49ers every yeah. year, but that, they got to play the Cardinals. They got to play that's tough. Uh, the Rams. Rams. They got to play, you know, the other team that's pretty good. Uh, who am I forgetting here? Uh, Seattle, which you can't count out Russell Wilson if he's back, although he may if be If he's back, else. he may be somewhere else. Yeah, yeah so, I, whew, man, I think the Ravens, you know, they always play defense, although they're going to have a new coordinator. The Steelers' defense might struggle because their offense, we don't know who's going to play quarterback. And sometimes a bad offense leads to a struggling defense, right? Even though the defense could be way better. You, hey, you, know, you know who I'm going to say? Because they have the defense coordinator coming back. I'm saying the Cowboys. Yeah, because their division sucks too. Yeah, their division, yeah. But I think they're stat-wise, they'll be, top, they'll be tops in their division. Or they'll be tops in the league. I'm going to go Tennessee because I think the AFC South sucks. And, uh, you know, they got Vrabel there. Uh, I think Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers could end up in Nashville. Uh, very possible. Both both would love to be there. You got to remember, that's a new spot. If you ain't in L.A., you want to be in Nashville, right? 
So yeah, that's true. That's true. And they have they have a number one receiver out there. They got a running game out there. They got Julio Jones and Brown. Oh, man. Then you got the running game with King. Julio Jones on the downside, though. He's on he the is, downside. but still, man. What quarterback wouldn't want to go play on that team? Right, Tannehill showed me he couldn't do it. Tennessee had nine sacks against the Bengals, and he just threw the ball away, right? Right. Uh, so, you know, okay, that's what we're going. Rapid fire. We got to keep going. Top offense. Who are we going? Offense. 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 Well, Buffalo. I'm trying to think who else is going to be out there. You can't trust the Cowboys. I like Buffalo. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not ready to see the Bengals yet, so I'm going to say Buffalo. Buffalo gets to play the Jets twice, gets to play Miami twice. New yep. England will probably be pretty good, but, yeah, I like Buffalo too. All right, and then the uh, question four. We got two left here. All right, AFC North champ, who is it? Oh, no. Bengals repeating? As much as I want to say yes, I think the Ravens will find a way. Wow. I want to say Bengals. I want to say Bengals. It depends on their offensive line. I worry about the offensive line. Like, I, think, I think I think the Ravens, their injuries were a fluke this year, or it's, it's something with their training program. It was what it is. It was very fluke. Was how many like ACL tears that their team had? Yeah. Like if they're healthy, I think they're tough. I think Lamar Jackson's already breaking down, so I can't pick them. I think the Steelers are in limbo at quarterback, and they're going to have some free. They got some salary cap issues. Can't I go think, Browns. Uh, can't go uh, the Browns. Uh, I don't like the Browns because I don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. I, as much as it pains me to say this, the Bengals have a good young team. I they're think they're back. all back, so yeah. they're going to be able to utilize those picks on offensive linemen. Mike Brown, if he ever wanted to reach into his wallet in his entire life, it'd be now to go get a tackle or whoever it is available on the market. I'd be looking for the best one. Honestly, uh, though, is it really the tackles that are screwing up? Everything that happens is guards. Uh, they, they, need a right, they need a right tackle. Their right tackle is getting abused by Von Miller. Yeah, right tackle and a right guard. Yeah. I mean, they got Jackson Carmen, and I think he just has technique issues. Right Here's now. the thing. You can get a great guard late in the first round. You can right. get a great guard. You can get one of the best guard players. A great tackle, though, a weak side tackle, maybe later in the first round, but you got to be thinking free agency for tackle, in my opinion. Right. All right. So we like the Bengals. Oh, I like the Bengals. You like the Ravens. All I, right. I, I like the Bengals. I just worry that they're going to have the Super Bowl hangover. And I feel like the Ravens are going to come back healthier and they're going to figure that out and everything. I think it's going to be tough. I think the Bengals can definitely do it. I just worry about with everything this year. But they have Joe Burrow, and that's a different – I think he does bring a different confidence to the table. I'm wavering on my pick. I might go Bengals So I want to. I know Ravens – their defense coordinator left. He's with the Giants now, and they yeah, the are going to be Michigan. putting in a new defense. Uh, they lost a lot of players. There was a lot of injuries. I don't think Lamar Jack- – I think the, I think we've seen the best of Lamar Jackson, as much as I hate to say that. I think he's not – I think he's breaking down already from running too much. Uh, I, I got Bengals all day, every day. Are the Browns a threat? Yeah, but uh, Clowney, he's he's going to go to the highest bidder, so I don't know if Cleveland's going to keep him or not. Right. Uh, so, you know, and that's a huge loss. They need, to be, able to, play really, they need to, play, they to be able to play really good defense and control the ball, running the ball. And Baker, whenever they stack eight in the box to stop Nick Chubb, he needs to be able to – I don't know whose receivers are going to be. Well, it ain't even Baker. There's nobody to throw to. The receiver, well, that's what I'm saying. Receiver, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, I don't Me. even want to get into that, but yeah, the receiving <laughs> course sucks, dude. Jarvis yeah. will be gone. That frees up 15 million. DPJ still on a rookie contract. I thought he was going to be that guy, but he drops too many balls. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. The guy from Auburn we drafted, fast guy in the draft, drops too many balls. It's can't nobody can get open. The scheme sucks. That's it. I'm done with that. All right. <laughs> Last question. fire. Yes. AFC North chain. Oh, no, sorry. Who wins the Super Bowl? Final question. As much as I want to say the Bengals, I'm going to say the Bills. 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 All right. Oh, man. I I, I like the Bills, too, but I'm, I'm going to go devil's ass. I'm going to play. I'm going to play this with a spin here. Uh, since you took the Bills, I'm going to go Tennessee Titans. They'll have Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, and they're going to win it all. All right. Can the, can the Cowboys do it, though? Can the no, absolutely it not. First round exit next year. All right. They might not even make the playoffs. Eagles might beat them. So, <laughs> is yeah. that, is that, is that, that's all you got for uh, rapid fire. That's all it? I got. That was our early pre-2022 edition. Yeah. There we go. All right. So, we're, gonna, we're down to get real. Dane, get real Dane. Who you Man, got? I'm going to do some, do some non-sport get real here for a second because i am just tired of kanye west it is old every time you pull up the news every time you pull up tmz he's acting a fool he's talking stuff he wants to beat up pete davidson i'm tired of it your woman she's gone dude it's over pete's performed the robbery on everybody you ain't the only one that he's performed this on this is what he does he does work all right, and he just took your woman. You That's messed it up. Robbery. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear no Donda 2 with Marilyn Manson. Nobody wants to hear that. Has he released a decent album since college dropout? I don't think so. Don't so know. what the heck? I'm so sick of hearing about this dude. I'm so sick of hearing about him selling his tank. I'm so sick of him throwing his kids out there in the media saying, I can't come to their birthday party. And Travis Scott had to tell me where the birthday party was or something like that. And the fact I know all this just means I'm tired of it getting shoved down my throat every day. I'm tired of Kanye West. I pull up the news right before our talk today. What's it bring up? He split up with his woman, Julia Fox, or something after two months. I'm tired of it. I want him to go away. Go away. I thought she was pregnant. Who knows? It might be Drake's. I mean, I'm tired of this stuff. Tired of it. I'm tired of Kanye West. When when is the last time he's done something, anything that's any good, right? Uh, I don't know. Been a minute. Did you like his uh, whole mask thing he wears now at the Super Bowl? Like in airports everywhere, he's walking around with like, you don't know who he is? Honestly, I haven't even been paying attention to him, so I don't know. You know why he wears that? Because he's crying. Crying because Pete Davidson stole his woman. And now no one can see it underneath the black mask. So Kanye West, get real. It's over. Find something else to do. Work on down to two. Just quit talking about your ex-old lady. Nobody wants to hear about it. I'm done. And, yeah, no, I understand it, man. I understand it. Dane, get real. Keep it all real. Kanye, figure it out, bro. Figure it out. Figure it out. All right. Last segment of the day, messing with your money with Rel. Today we have NFL running back, almost former NFL running back, Adrian Peterson. Um, last night, or I guess it was last night or yesterday, I saw on the ticker last night after the Super Bowl, uh, he was arrested um, at an airport 
for, uh, let's see, according to Los Angeles Airport Police Statement, they received a call around 8.30 local time about possible domestic violence on board an aircraft bound for Houston, and they responded to verbal and physical altercations between a male suspect and a female victim. Now, the female victim was his wife. She is not pressing charges, but they said representative for Peterson and his wife, Ashley, said in a statement that the two had a verbal argument on the flight. So Peterson grabbed her wedding ring and scratched her finger, and a source close to Peterson said the plane then turned returned to the gate. Like I said, his wife, Ashley Peterson, is not going to press charges. They said this is a private misunderstanding between husband and wife, and we anticipate it will all be resolved shortly. That's what the Peterson's representative said. To me, it kind of sounds like damage control, but you know what? I'm not trying to get in their lives like that. Either way, Peterson is, for NFL age, older football player, especially for being a running back, old running back. I'm, sorry, I'm surprised he got a chance with the Tennessee Titans, uh, to be honest with you. This just is not a good look. It's terrible situation for it. I'm sure he was trying to get re-signed this year somewhere, and this just this situation just makes it tougher for him to get on a team, and um, I'm sure teams will look elsewhere first for coming back to him, and he'll only be like a last resort option, in my opinion. So, sorry, Adrian. Um, you know, you're messing with your money. It's just a bad look, bad situation. You can't put yourself in those situations. You guys got to figure it out. You know, if you guys have arguments, you know, I'm not saying arguments don't happen. They do. It's just better if they happen behind closed doors, especially when you're in the spotlight. There's nothing you can do about it. If, you know, if, the, t- if, the, if the airplane has to turn around and go back to the gate, you know it's not just some little shouting match. You know, there's got to be some extracurricular going on with it to where they felt that they could not take off with unruly passengers in on the plane. So that's all I got. Dane, anything to add to that? Well, nothing to add to that, but like you said, when you got to have the plane turn around, you know it's not good because now the FBI is involved. So, um, yeah, yeah it's bad. Uh, probably probably going to hurt him getting any job. I think it was slim he gets a job anyway, and now I don't think he gets one at all. Yeah, I 100% agree. Like, if he gets a job, because the NFL couldn't find anybody else. And I feel like they could find a younger running back from most places versus an aging running back. He's, like, what, 36 years old, 37 oh, years old. Yeah. Yeah. Lost speed, doesn't have the same power. It's, it's just – it's his name that he's bringing to the table at this point in time. So Yeah, real quick, too. We, I can't believe we didn't mention it, but congratulations to Andrew Whitworth. Longtime Bengal gets Super Bowl championship. One of the good guys. 40 years old playing left tackle in the You'll National see. Football he League. He wanted to stay in Cincinnati. He has asked Cincinnati to just take care of him a little bit. Wasn't asked for much. He just didn't want the veteran minimum. Mike Brown didn't want to pay them. Bengals still have a left tackle. They could have kept Whitworth on. They probably would have won the Super Bowl if they had him there at left tackle. Now he's Super Bowl champ. Congrats to him. He was a great pillar of the community for as long as he was here. And, um, you know, Bengals said, I agree. He was also also Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. So yeah. it's awesome. Awesome. So he does work right. community. Good person. You know, good, good example. Uh, for everybody out there. So, yeah, Dane's hyped for the All-Star Game coming up this weekend. Yeah. Cleveland in the land representing. As always, follow me at Franchise1122 on Twitter. Follow Dane at DDeMeo. We're on Instagram at Always Relevant. That's two L's in there. So, always L-W-Y-S-R-E-L-L-E-V-E-N-T. Same thing on Facebook, Always Relevant Podcast. Hit us up, find us. We're going to send a poll question coming out. Regarding the great resignation, we want your opinions. We want to interact with you guys. We look forward to everything. Dane's already peaced out on us, and that's fine. Hey, we look forward to the next time. We hope you do, too. We'll talk to you soon. Later.